Welcome to issue 58 of Critical Encounters, a podcast about Marvel Champions, a living card game by Fantasy Flight Games. Here we take a good look at that most critical piece of the game, the encounter sets. We'll discuss those poorly understood characters, unfairly labeled villains, and their various plans to shape humanity and benefit the planet, as well as those so-called heroes intent on thwarting them. I'm one of your hosts, Mike, and joining me is Steve. Hello, how are you doing? Good, Steve, how are you? Good. And Daniel? Hey, how are you? I'm great, I'm great. Good to hear you, loud and clear. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. And Mustafa. Moose? Moose? Moose. Mustafa. Oh. I don't think he's here. Oh, no. You don't think... My name is Mustafa, and I am a slave. (sighs) Close as I can figure it, the year is 1300 AD, and I'm being dragged to my death. It wasn't always like this. I had a real life once. A job. Ask question four. Um, hardware, aisle 12. Shop smart, shop (laughs) S-smart. I had a wonderful girlfriend, Linda. Together we drove to a small cabin in the mountains. It seems an archaeologist had come to this remote place to translate and study his latest find. Necronomicon Ex Mortis, the Book of the Dead. Found in human flesh and inked in blood, this ancient Sumerian text contained bizarre burial rites, funerary incantations, and demon resurrection passages. It was never meant for the world of the living. The book awoke something dark in the woods. It took Linda, and then it came for me. It got into my hand and it went bad. So I lopped it off at the wrist. But that didn't stop it. It came back. Big time. Well, that happened. Unfortunate. 
Hey, Steve, what are we doing tonight? Uh, tonight is our Kang part three. We're going to look at all of the encounter cards. So if you are just joining us now for the first time from the future, listening backwards from the past, you want to go back to Kang part one and then part two. And then here we are at part three. Thanks for joining us. But first, we have a little side scheme I wanted to do. Yeah, you've you've had a good four-player uh, time against Kang, yeah? Yeah, I recently had uh, my Friday night group were able to get back together, and so we played some Kang. We Very had uh, Yeah, it's really fun to have everybody at the table. Um, we had a nice long game, like a really long game of Kang. Uh, we had a Quicksilver Justice deck, a Scarlet Witch Aggression deck, a mm. Captain America leadership deck, and a Spider Woman protection leadership deck. Um, and all those decks nice. are really fun. Yeah, they're all, they're all really fun. Uh, Cap underperformed, which is nice to see that, that guy, you know, not not take the spotlight from the other guys. But uh, Kang had a good game. So he, he killed Quicksilver. He killed nice. Quicksilver. Unfortunately, that was me. <laughs> so... <laughs> I, so I had to sit out part of the game, but I just got to play Kang. So I was really like dishing the cards out and uh, hoping to kill off the rest of the team. We were in the part three when I died, but when we played, we were on Kang part two. He he almost took me out, Quicksilver, and all on all accounts, Quicksilver should have died like during that solo period because Kang got a a gang up and knocked me down. And had he drawn a card with a boost icon on it, Quicksilver would have died then instead of a couple turns later. Um, he, But unfortunately, Scarlet Witch and Spider-Woman were able to just like knock through Kang 2 in like three rounds, two or three rounds, and uh, help everybody out. We had we had that tough time when the Kang 3 came out with all the, min the Nemesis minions. That part's fun to see your Nemesis minions come out. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. We had talked last issue about how when you kill Kang and he advances, if you could do it during the villain phase, it's better for the players because then he right. doesn't get to activate. And we were one point away from doing that. Like we had this, the retaliate and stuff, and we just barely missed, like we miscalculated early on and we could have we could have done that. So then luckily that didn't happen for the heroes and Kang was able to come out, drop his min nemesis minions out and just really gave us a hard time. And then the penultimate turn of the game, the players, not, they were missing their justice player, so the threat was skyrocketing. And I think it was like 36 out of 40, and they drew a advance. And that was going to be it. It, it. it was done. Kang was going to scheme them out. But Scarlet Witch, she altered reality <laughs> and canceled that one card at just the right time. And that... That ruined it for King. Otherwise, it was a win for King. Wow. Uh, yeah, because then they they think he had like 11 health left after that, and they finished him off. So it was a great game. It was really close. King did a good job. So fun. This is what you say all the time about the heroes cheating, right? They had to alter reality. Alter reality, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How much cheatier can you get than that? Right. Yep. My goodness. We're really fun, having fun with Scarlet Witch. You guys play Scarlet Witch yet? Not yet. I really want to. Yeah, I have with the base deck, yep. and I've gotten punched by Kang a few times. Yeah, yeah. I have yet to pull out a win, but I'm looking at Marvel CDV, and there's some wonderful Scarlet Witch decks coming up right now. Yeah, 
There's a new one on the hotness that's the built for heroic mode. It's mainly neutral cards with a bit of justice. Okay. Oh, uh, I, I got to give props to who that was. Yeah, the the one I have is an aggression deck. It's mostly just for the aggression allies and a lot of basic stuff. Um, she's a lot. She's a lot of fun. Just her core kit, and you just want to cycle through to those cards. But we're not here to talk about the heroes, are we? No. No, we're not. No. Hey, I wanted to give props to that guy who made that deck, but I can't because I can't pronounce his name. L3W15 space 7. One of the Ultron drone. I think that's Welsh for Brian. <laughs> There's too many vowels for it to be Welsh. <laughs> it's a cool deck. <laughs> uh, well, let's get to it, gentlemen. Let's talk cards. So we're going to look at Kang. We have 30 total cards, 15 by title, uh, not counting the villain in the main scheme here. Daniel, why don't you start us off? It, can I ask a question about that breakdown first? And then I'd sure. be happy and delighted to start us off. 30 total and only 15 different ones. Does that seem unusual? Or is that about normal for the villains encounter decks? It just seems like a lot of repeat. Sometimes they have you know, one-offs that are really powerful, like a key minion. I think that's about right. I mean, you've got a couple charges in Rhino. You've got a couple advanced Ultron drones. I mean, most of them have some duplicates. Um, We'll see that there's some singles in here, and there are some triples in this one. So Okay. Okay. Well, let's talk about a double here. Um, This is Temporal Shield. This is an attachment. It is tech traded, attached to Kang. It's a forced interrupt. When Kang is attacked discard temporal shield prevent all damage from this attack and deal one damage to the attacker max one per attack and it has a boost this is like the squirrel girl killer (laughs) (laughs) so uh this card had a recent ruling come down from the developers about the about the timing kang has a toughness status and the temporal shield Kind of counterintuitive to what you might think. The temporal shield takes effect first before the oh. toughness. Because, Interesting. yeah, well, if you read the card carefully, which sometimes I don't do, uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it says force interrupt when Kang is attacked, not when Kang takes damage. Okay, yep, yep, that makes sense. So, okay. right, so the shield is uh, in front of the tough, you could think of it that way. So the shield's going to trigger whenever you declare an attack against Kang with an ally or a hero. But if you just were to say, play Squirrel Girl, and she drops one point of damage, that would hit the tough and not the temporal shield. So there's some right. interesting play there. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah, you need to play an attack card, or you have to... Well, I take it back. It's, its most exciting use has now been completely nullified. Yeah. Because that Squirrel Girl is dynamite. But you do have to play an attack card, or you have to turn somebody sideways with a base attack in order to yep. pull that shield off. So, and then that person takes one damage back. It's kind of like a retaliate. It's not bad. Yeah. And so it's just a time waster, basically. Yeah. So this is a good one. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of it. I like that it hits the attacker, and that means the card that attacked him. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yep. So it could kill off an ally that might have one health left. Sure. I'll have more to say about this at the end. Once you read a few Ooh. more. Well, that's a shield. Mike, why don't you tell about his weapon? Ooh, his future weapon from the 72nd century. Wow. It is. Yes, this is an attachment. It is tech and weapon traded. Attached to Kang. It has plus two attack. Star icon. Force interrupt. When Kang attacks, the attack gains overkill. 
If this attack damages a hero, that hero is stunned. After this mm. attack, discard future weapon and two boost icons. Well, thank God for that last line if you're a hero. Yeah. <laughs> like myself, you know that combat means something and honor more. So this one's fun. I love this because it always does something sweet and it always hurts the hero. Mm -hmm. So Kang is attacking for minimum four, possibly six. Yeah. Now, I suppose if you're running Master of Time, you could attach this to either Kang, right? Because this isn't... I remember we talked about the... Or maybe this was on one of our streams. We talked about the Hawkeye's bow ruling, where it says exhaust Hawkeye to ready Hawkeye's bow. And you can't use Kate Bishop because it's a self-referential effect. This isn't self-referential. Right. Because it's, it's giving you the option to attach it to Kang, and the Master of Time version is Kang. Do you, do you get to decide? I think so, and I think that's thematically appropriate. Okay. Hmm. That's kind of cool. It's not like the other Kang is better, per se. I mean, he, he doesn't have as much attack off the bat, but he still gets a boost card. Yeah, he has fewer hit points, so he might be able to kill him off. The rules insert doesn't say anything about this? Oh, that's a good question. Like, it seems to me that you would put this on the the not Kang Kang, because, yeah, he's easier to kill, right? Right. But you have to kill him before and, this goes off. Like, this is a one-use yeah. weapon. But what are, you know, what are... I've not used that um, modular set. So how many hit points does this other Kang have? Well, he has six, but he's also tough. Okay. And anything that says you cannot attack Kang means you cannot attack that one either. Okay. So but in a four-player game, you can probably take him out before he gets to use his future weapon. Oh, yeah, in a four-player game, probably. Yeah, so I, I bet you have to attach these things to Kang Kang. Very, very interesting. Well, this is worthy of exploration. I think so. And to, and to find an answer. But let's keep going, Steve. Let's press on here. All right. We don't want to get frozen in our looking up of things, do we? <laughs> or uh, So the next card, Frozen in Time. Nice. It's an attachment. It has the temporal trait. It says, attached to your identity. Hmm. Force interrupt. When attached character would ready, discard this card instead. Has a special boost icon and the special boost attached to your identity. And there's one of these. Uh, this card is <laughs> that can be rough. Can be pretty frustrating as the heroes. It, it's frustrating when you're like, you need to flip to heal. Or if the hero's stunned and then you get frozen in time because then yep. it's even harder yep. for them. Mm -hmm. Yep. There are those some heroes who can overcome this a little easier. Captain American can you know pitch a card to ready up. Yeah. Um, uh, Doctor Strange has something, doesn't he? Yeah. Yep. He has a cloak that lets him ready. Any character who can ready up, like Quicksilver, doesn't really care about this. Uh, uh, I mean, it slows him down. Yes. Yeah, I guess it. Instead of hitting eight times, you hit oh, six. Yeah, because he this doesn't exhaust your character, Quicksilver's okay. Yeah. And if you have a character like the new Scarlet Witch, whose ability doesn't require you to exhaust or be ready or anything like that, it, this is annoying, but she's not really utilizing your stats that much. It just sort of prevents you from defending. Still, I, yeah. I, I still like it. It's, it's pretty, pretty good. I think now's a good time to talk about just... So far, before we get any further, with the three attachments here, they're really punishing for people that rely on their base stats or rely on multiple uses of their base stats. Like uh, She-Hulk, for example, the Hulk. 
Spider-Woman. Like the temporal shield nullifies an attack. Mm. Future mm. weapon stuns them. Frozen in time prevents them from readying. Like you said, Steve, Scarlet Witch doesn't care. Right. Daniel, you mentioned earlier, Ms. Marvel doesn't care. Like, okay, she can't pull back an event, but she's still punching you. She's still thwarting. But the other ones, I mean, you know, She-Hulk had a bad turn and you're down. You're not doing anything without Frozen in time in play. Yep. Especially if you got hit with a future weapon. So now you're really yeah. out of it. Yeah. And he's tough and a temporal shield. That's... Oof. Yeah, Kang is no joke. He's a good villain. I think they've... Uh... They did a good job, and there's a lot uh, more of these cards that kind of play together. Uh, why don't we keep moving? Daniel, you're next. Yeah, we'll, and we'll get, I was going to say, we'll get to those when we get to the obligations and such. But I've got some minions here. The Macrobots. There's three of these in his deck. For a little minion, these guys are pretty tough. It's uh, one scheme, two attack, four health. They're robot and temporal traded with guard and retaliate one. And they have a special boost icon, which is to give Kang a tough status card. I, for some reason, miss Retaliate 1 half the time when I'm playing with these guys. For some reason, that line just doesn't want to stick in my head. Well, it doesn't because heroes cheat, Mike. That's what they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah I suppose. Yeah. It's because it's on the same line as Guard. So you, you expect the text <laughs> after Guard to be reminder text. If it, uh, was another, if it was another line, you'd see it all the time, I think. Could be, could uh, be. Could be. These guys are legit little villains. Little, little minions, I mean. Mm-hmm. Yep, guard yeah. forces you to go after them first, and and then if they come out they, as a boost, they've got a tough. They're still protecting me either way. Yeah, and they have just enough hit points to survive the typical one shot. Yep, mm-hmm. and uh, and actually get that retaliate to go off. Yeah, they're good. The boost effect give Kang a stu- a tough status card. I assume this is self-referential. So that if Master of Time drew this as a boost card, it would give Kang Master of Time the boost, or the, the tough tech. And if it was Kang Raman Tut that drew it, it Kang Raman Tut would get the tough status card. Yeah. Because it's but his boost was, card. But if he was already tough, it would just whiff, as opposed to... That makes sense. That's how I read it. Yeah. That makes sense, yeah. So these guys are legitimate robots, right? There's... Oh, someone's going to correct me, and please do, but a couple issues I read... There were people inside the suits, but the suits were basically robots. They're being controlled. Okay. Because, I mean, when you make a robot, do you really need the killer abs? <laughs> yes. Okay. I mean, these guys are... I look legit. These guys are buff. Well, they're not micro-bots. They're macro-bots. They're I get, but that big. just means big, right? I mean, these guys are like... Yeah, I don't know. It's where they keep know. their retaliate. I guess. But, yeah, the, the, those are some serious six-packs and pecs and all that. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move on to some obligations. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's talk obligations in general real quick. Do sure. it. Typically, an obligation belongs to an identity. And that card comes up no matter who draws it off the encounter deck. You hand it over. If I have Spider-Man's obligation, but I'm playing Miss Marvel, I hand it to the Spider-Man player, and he has to deal with it. These obligations are not like that. These stay with whoever it is that drew it. And they are they belong to you. They are in your area. And they cannot be uh, thwarted or, or the effect cannot be done by any other player on the table except the player who it's in front of. Because these all come out and stay out. And unlike, say, an attachment vibranium armor that Ultron might get, where it has a hero action, anyone at the table can do it at any time to clear it off. These cannot be done that way, right? Only the hero, or in this case, the alter ego, 
who right. is this obligation sitting in front of is able to handle it. And that's different for Kang. I, I think that's really a neat mechanic here. Yeah. Yeah, the other thing we in this set is we took out the personal obligations at the beginning. If you go back to issue uh, part one, the setup says remove the obligations from the game, like your personal one, Spider-Man's or Miss Marvel's or mm-hmm. whatever they are. So those aren't even in the game. These are the only obligations that are in there. And I was thinking for a while, like, why do they make us take out the obligations when Kang is all about obligations? And then I thought, well, maybe all of those obligations allow you to flip over to Alter Ego. It's sort of like a free flip, which would then allow you to clear these that much simpler. Oh, wow. Yeah. Right? And I realize you get split up and, you know, if I draw Spider-Man's and he's not there, well, it would just surge and off you go. But if... If I had mine, I could flip mm. to Alter Ego. I could clear this and flip right back to Hero. This, the way these work, it forces you to spend a turn in Alter Ego, which I think is is nice because these are really cool. It also makes thematic sense. I mean, who cares if Jennifer Walters has to go to court? She's traveling through time. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, Captain Marvel's family emergency is not happening, you know, in the right. 1500s, wherever she gets thrown to. So, Or it, in the 72nd century. Right. Yeah, yeah, and there's a lot of these in the deck too. I like it. I mean, this this is a defining element of Kang. Yeah, right. It's not like there's three of them scattered around. It's like eight of these cards are obligations in a right. thirty card deck. So this becomes a real part of the experience of taking on Kang, and they're fun. Yeah, this first one. Ooh, yeah. So speaking of you know cards that the people that like their base powers don't like, weakened is an obligation. Temporal traded, of course. Forced response, after you use a basic hero power, take one damage. Also, action. Discard a strength resource from your hands to discard this obligation. Two boost icons. History is made, made by the deeds of the strong, the brave, and destiny is forged. Talk about a card that Spider-Woman does not like, hey? Right. <laughs> At least She-Hulk has the hit point pool. This one, ugh. Right, Quicksilver, who wants the attack, oh, attack, yeah. attack? Because yeah. <laughs> you got what ten points too, or nine? Uh, nine, nine. Ooh. Yep. Yeah, I mean Hawkeye, I think is okay because he's fighting with his bow. Yeah, but uh, if you're that protection player and you're trying to defend for other players, defending is a basic hero power, so you're taking damage even on defense. Yeah, which means you, I don't believe you can trigger unflappable at that point. No, I yeah, I don't think you can. And if you happen to have a tough, you're gonna def- you want to exhaust to defend well. You defend it first, right? Like the timing might be there. You might lose that tough. Mm-hmm. And discarding a fight card. <laughs> I've had right. to discard a strength for this before, and that hurts. Yeah, and that, and it's important that it's discard a physical resource from your hand. It's not generate a physical resource. So you can't use Super Soldier Serum to clear this. It has yep. to be a card that comes out of your hand. Mm, yep. I think this is the worst of the four. Really? I do. I do. Oh, not for me. I, yeah, I think depending on the hero you're playing. Um, the the third one is not great, but um, they all have their things. This one I think is worse because it doesn't seem that bad. So I know that the first time I played Kang and got this, I was like, oh, it's just one, right? And I was and I was Ant Man. <laughs> so like, I take one, heal two, like. But over time, it like legit drained me. Yeah, it's sneaky. Um, and, and I finally was just like, I, all right, I have to deal with this. You know? Um, 
I mean, I guess Ant-Man's a good guy to get this, but he can keep it around for longer than most people, right? Um, but yeah, like, yeah, Steve, you're right. Sneaky is a great word for this. Because it's just like, it's just one damage. It's like one abs, you know? And a lot of times you're not use, using your basic, depending on who you are. And But then you realize, oh, you've lost a lot of time by not doing your basic action, even if it's only hit for two or hit, you know what I mean? Like, there's still plenty of time. You're just like, well, and then I'll hit this guy for one. Mm-hmm. Right? We do that all the time as heroes. Yep. Um, thwart for a little bit here. I'll thwart yep. for a little bit here. Yeah. And it's like, nope. <laughs> so it slows you down and and chips away at you in a in a yeah sort of a nefarious way. Um, it's great. That's why I think it's worse than the other one that sticks out to my mind is really bad. Yeah. Um, there there are a couple of those heroes who really don't care about it at all though. Uh, Miss Marvel, she's exhausting user abilities. Uh, Doctor Strange, I mean, what does he care about? That he he's never using a he doesn't ability. count he doesn't right count. yeah all right daniel do you remember what the next one is i think it's steve's turn i think it's steve's turn oh man you tried to steal this from me <laughs> <laughs> i did like your joke though mike i heard it okay good <laughs> <laughs> what did i steal steve? the only thing that i was that i remembered about it it, was, it wasn't my turn Oh, stolen memories it is <laughs> our next obligation. There are two of them in the deck. Uh, it has a temporal trait. When revealed, place the top eight cards of your deck face down under this card. Alter ego action. Discard a mental resource from your hand. Discard this obligation. Then it says discard each face down card under this obligation. And it also has two boost icons. I love this card. It's hilarious. Face down. That's the key thing about this card. <laughs> yeah, they're they're all out of play. Yeah. Right? Is it worth it? Oh. Yeah. Right. You don't know. <laughs> don't know what you lost. Right. This can be kind of tough early in the game if you have if you're one of those heroes who has setup pieces, parts of Iron Man suit. Um, yeah. I don't know. Any of your your resource acceleration cards go under there, or maybe it's got all your good aggression cards that do a ton of damage, and everything's under there. Like, oh, do I flip back? When do, oh, I've got other cards. Who cares? And you just leave them there. That that can be tricky. And then you cycle your deck faster. Right. Yep. There. So this one, when playing Kang as Ant-Man, I legitimately left eight cards there for the whole game. Oof. Because I had the things I needed, and, and you know the, the Ant-Man kit was there. I did plenty of stuff with whatever my 32 remaining cards were. I just, I didn't care. So that's why this one, and I'm not basing it on a ton of experience, but this would be the one that I think is the weakest of them all. Yeah, now I have a question for you. If I only have six cards in my deck or four cards in my deck when this happens, how many go under this? The rest of your deck, and that's it. So what I would think, too. Yep. So Make, making it even more weak as, the, as of the four obligations. Now this that sneaky effect. You're going to leave it there, and then... Maybe you're playing with the. Maybe you get tossed off to Kang Two, where he gets stronger for every obligation you have. Yeah, there is that, and that's something yeah. we should probably talk about after. Once we get there, there's plenty yeah. of there's plenty of effects that trigger off the number of obligations you have. So you can't. But yeah, I left I left this one the whole game. I didn't. You're like, didn't oh, if, if I get around to flipping to Alter Ego, maybe I'll do it. Right. Maybe. Yeah. yeah right. But. Yep. Yep. Um, well, let's take a look at Depowered, shall we? Depowered is an obligation. It's temporal traded as well. You cannot play hero-specific cards. Alter ego action. Discard a hero-specific card from your hand. Discard this obligation. 
Greater men than you have trembled at my name. Lesser men have fainted at its mention. Kang, two boost. <laughs> yeah, this, uh, I found this one could either be, meh, whatever. It's only just his apartment. Or, oh my god, my next ten turns are screwed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Cancel it, cancel it. Yeah, all I have in my hand are uh, giant stomps and resizes, and now I can't do anything. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, or it's just, it's, it's just a hand of yellow cards. It's all justice, so who cares, right? Yeah, right? Like, then it's okay. But, Mike, you said something when you were just saying, cancel it, cancel it. That's the other thing we should talk about. They can't be. <laughs> That's right. That's <laughs> These right. These are not treacheries. These are uncancelable fun. Um, Is there anything that can cancel a card? That's yeah, Alter Reality by Scarlet Witch just says cancel a card. Wow. It just says, it says like cancel all effects of the card and discard it. Do nothing after that. You don't even replace it. It's just, whoop, didn't happen. Wow. Rewind. That yeah. seems pretty powerful. Yeah. For one cost. And there's, but there's only one of those. In there's only deck, one. Right? Yeah, there's only yeah. one. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, this one could be devastating. This is to me the second strongest one because there's plenty of times where it's like, yeah. Or if it's late in the game and you draw this, maybe your hero-specific stuff is like Iron Man. It's a part of the kit that's already on the table. It doesn't matter so much. But that's why yeah. it's a good design to have those other things that play off obligations in front of you. Because, yeah, some people don't care about them. But they care about Kang's power-up because they're in front of them. Yeah, you know what? I was just checking. Black Widow Protection Ally can cancel these obligations. Really? I thought that was just treacheries. No? So her card says when a card is revealed from the encounter deck, exhaust Black Widow and spend a mental resource, cancel the effects cancel of it. that card and discard it. Then um, reveal another card. Then re then replace it. Okay. Yeah. Yep. All right. So there are a couple of ways. Yeah. Wow. All right. Never mind, Mike. I take back right. everything you said. <laughs> it's like you were traveling through time. Hey, hey. Maybe doing some hijinks. Time. Travel. Hijinks. Obligation. Temporal traded. When revealed, discard the highest cost card you control, then place it face down under this card. Alter ego action. Discard an energy resource from your hand to discard this obligation. And you discard each face down card under this obligation. Two boost icons. This is another one where it's like, yeah, whatever. This can stay out all game. At least time travel hijinks isn't into the deck anymore. Right. Or, you know, my, I have my Jessica and Jennifer team up deck and I play Captain Marvel. For four, just to protect, just to protect my She-Hulk from this card, because <laughs> that deck centers around She-Hulk, and it's the only other four-coster. So I play Captain Marvel as bait. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I mean, a bad time on this early. You just spent a whole turn ring out in Avengers Mansion, and it's this snatches it up. Yeah. So uh, if you if it times it right, Kane can have some fun there. But later on. Yeah, you know, maybe it's not as important or, or mid-game. You've got something out that um, so already kind of paid for itself. It doesn't yeah. feel as bad. It's like that turn two, and you're like, yes, I got a good start. Oh, there goes everything I just did. Look into a med team that has one charge left. Yeah. And, yeah, then it's just sitting there. And yeah, okay. Yeah. When I first saw this card and looked at it real quickly, I thought it said time travel hunks. And, um, and I thought that was kind of interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm still thinking about the abs on the macrobots or something. I don't know. But like, you know, it's like there's just some dudes on the picture looking <laughs> kind of like standing around tough. I'm like, Hulk in the background. Oh, hijinks. Hijinks. So I do have a, an actual question, though, about this card. 
How does it get more cards under it? I, it doesn't. I'm not sure why it says each card. So it's just a future proofing, probably. Yeah, I think they cut and pasted from uh, Stolen Memories. <laughs> I think you might be right. I like this one spelled right. Let's just copy it to this card. That's funny. Well, should we talk about side schemes? I think yeah, we better. Close. Yeah. Whose turn is it? This it must be Steve's turn. It's my turn. It's yes. Steve. Oh, okay. So here we go. This one's fun. The corrupted time stream. This Ooh. is a side scheme. There's one of them in the deck. Players cannot trigger alter ego action abilities on obligations. <laughs> when revealed, each player must either discard one random card from hand or place two threat here. It starts with a base two threat and it has two boosts. Oh, this is so, so good for Kang. Yeah. Uh, oh, so delightfully mean. Yes. Oh my goodness. Yep. If we just look at the when revealed, heroes hate discarding cards and then a random card, or you got to put more threat out. You don't want more threat on there because you want to be able to clear the bad obligations that are out in front of you. Right. And you yep. know it's going to be the random single fist card you have in your hand to clear <laughs> your obligation. <laughs> I was going to say It's that. guaranteed. Absolutely yeah. guaranteed it's going to be that. <laughs> That's happened to me twice so far. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the one thing that can happen that makes this card like it, it doesn't do anything else. So if you currently have no obligations out, you might just put the thread on it. Oh, we'll deal with it until I get an obligation. Right? Right, right. And it doesn't have a hazard or a crisis or something else on it either, um, which would make it really mean. Yeah, I kind of wish it did, but <laughs> I get it. Yep. Um, no, this is great. So fun. And how many of them are there? There's just one. the one. Yeah. Just that one. Okay. I can see two being a little too punishing if they combo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, so next one, pin down. Speaking of things that take into account how many obligations are in play, pin down is a side scheme. It says one revealed place two threat here for each obligation in play. And it is a crisis and it starts with two threat and has two boost mm -hmm. yeah could be bad could be a minor speed bump right just like corrupted time stream it could come out and just yep. have two on it or yep. or you could i mean you the heroes could look out and you could be split up and that other player might have three obligations and you draw this one yeah and and you don't have any so it's like piece of cake <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it you know it is a, t a time waster in that case but that's that's okay. But yeah, you definitely encourages you to uh, maybe not do what I do with the obligations and leave them in front of me for a long time. Right. right. Um, uh, for future listeners, I want to see a game where Star-Lord has like six cards in front of him. <laughs> obligation, 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 pinned down. <laughs> yeah. I would like to see that game. I want to be there. Yep, definitely. So yeah, I like it. I like this one. So Mike, you get to read the next side scheme because of the art. Okay, oh yeah. Rampage! And you get to see this one twice in the deck. Side scheme, when defeated, discard cards from the top of the encounter deck until a minion is discarded. Put that minion into play, engage with the player who defeated this scheme. And it has an acceleration icon. Three boost icons, four threat. Wow. Static four. Uh, yeah. That acceleration icon in Kang matters. I don't like leaving this around. And if you're playing with the Master of Time set, you're pulling Master of Kang. I mean, yes, there's four macro bots, but you're probably pulling whatever is in your modular set. So one of the Anachronauts. You, 
you could actually get the T-Rex. You should be getting a T-Rex based on this art. If you're playing the temporal set, like they suggest, you could get the T-Rex. Yeah, I mean, you have to... I mean, it feels like you have to get rid of it with the acceleration playing on Kang. So you have to kind of know, okay, can I take the acceleration or can I deal with the Mm -hmm. minion? And um, you can always set it up for your partner to, oh, I cleared off three of it. You finish it. It's all yours. (laughs) All yours. Man. Oh, I just love when defeated side schemes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think they're so great because finally, like, especially in the, in the case of this one, Minion pops out who might actually stay around to do something during the villain phase, you know? Yeah. Rather than at the end of the villain phase where you have a whole turn to kill him off, this guy just could be like your last action that you did on your turn. Like, oh, I got to clear this threat. Boom. And just like you were saying with the weakened obligation, how it just doesn't seem too harmful at first. Until it does, and you realize, crap, you've got four. <laughs> yeah. Now you have to deal with a minion. Yep. Yeah, the, the only part of this that's kind of sad for Kang is you put the minion into play, you yeah. don't reveal the minion. So the minion's when revealed oh. effects don't trigger, but Quick Strike still goes off because Quick Strike is when it engages the player. So a Quick Strike minion would hit you. Right. Nice. So, and there are a couple of those in the Temporal set. Yep. As a boost card, this is a great visual. I mean, you're circling Kang, and then what's that? And T-Rex steps on you. And when when Kang brings out all your nemeses, and then you beat them for the first time. Yeah. And then they get discarded, and they're part of the deck. <laughs> yeah. And then they come out and quick strike again for some of that. Oh, yeah, this is so good. And I love that there's two of them. All right. On to our treacheries. All right. Let me tell you about Energy Blast Treachery. <laughs> When revealed, alter ego. Discard an ally or support you control. If you cannot, this card gains surge. When revealed, hero. Kang attacks you. One boost icon, and there are two of them. Uh, pretty simple in hero form, right? Like, bam, he's going to come after you. And then uh, alter ego. There goes an ally or a support. Or, or at least it surges, right? It doesn't whiff. Yeah. Man, this card hurts. It's your standard bread and butter, and I like it. So what if you have two Kangs engaged with you? My God, do you get hit do they, twice? Do they both attack you? Oh, we have to. Uh, we got to figure this multiple Kang thing out. Yeah, we do. Hold on, guys. This is Mustafa from the future, and I know the answer. If you look at the rules reference under first player, you'll find a bullet that says... If an encounter card targets a specific player or card and there are multiple eligible targets, the first player selects among the eligible options. Got it? See ya, losers. It was in the rule book this whole time? Who knew? Yep. It's up to the first player. Bye. Well, Steve, what were you saying about a manipulated time stream? I was manipulating the time stream so you would go now. Okay. Perfect. This is a drudgery. When revealed, discard each event from your hand. If no events are discarded this way, this card gains surge. Two boost. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Is there any hero that doesn't cry when they see this? <laughs> yeah, the hero who didn't have any events in their hand at the moment but, accidentally. Okay, can't, but... <laughs> this, oh, like on those Miss Marvel turns that you're so excited for because you're perfectly set up everything just (laughs) so i failed to mention in that side scheme that this hit me when i was quicksilver 
and took like four out of my six cards, leaving me with two resource cards that I could spend on nothing because every other card was gone. And then later in that game, after (laughs) I was dead, it hit Scarlet Witch. She had six events in her hand. It was like three hex bolts. Like her entire hand was gone. So buddy Chris who was playing her was his language was less than heroic. I'll say when that when that happened. <laughs> yeah. When it takes six cards, that's a feel bad moment. Yeah. I mean it was I was laughing at that point because I was dead. So <laughs> join me. Yeah. This is a mean card. Yep. My goodness. Has it ever surged on you? No. Like I'm no. sure it's for some people, but I've never seen it surge. No. No, because it's going to, I mean, everybody's got a couple events, right? You might have, you might only have one in your hand, but it seems unlikely you'd have none. Maybe if you're playing solo, because it hits, oh, this just hits you, hey? Yeah. 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 Yep. Oh, right. Mean. Good thing there's only one. Yeah. <laughs> My goodness. Well, it's just like FFG to give the villain a good card, but only one of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Okay, Mustafa. Thank you. That's what I was going for. <laughs> oh, he's back. He came out of the time portal. He just looks like Steve. <laughs> Next up, time travel tactics. There are two of these, so it must be awesome. Well, it's got Surge. That's good. No matter what, Surges. When revealed, each player takes one indirect damage for each obligation in their play area. Oh. One boost and a special boost. This card gains one boost for each obligation in your play area. Okay. Yeah, yep. You can't whiff because it starts with one. Oof. I haven't had this one be too effective. One indirect or, you know, it hits for two boost. But it surges, so who cares? Because it's that surge, man. Right, it's a little bit more. Yep. I have had this surge into itself. Ooh, okay. (laughs) That's that's bad if you've got a couple out then. Yeah, so four damage total. Oh. Yeah, it's fun. It's good. Gives you just enough to think about. Yeah, maybe I should get rid of that. those stolen memories. Yeah, uh, heroes who have more allies out in play, right? They can distribute the damage a little bit better. Um, but if you don't have any allies out, you're going to take some damage from it at least. So, And damaging allies is really fun if you're the villain. Yes. Because the money you pay for those guys is banking on them doing their three things or two, you know what I mean? Like... They just don't become, they're, they're just not worth that much when they can only be used half the time. Right. Um, so, yeah, you're just rendering chump blockers, kind of. Um, and, I, and I guess this, since this hits each player, it like sort of ramps up in a three or four player game. Because there, sure. there's a better chance that there's obligations still in play. Yeah. Damage is flying around in this card, no matter what, probably. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Take us home, Mike. No. I just keep watch. trying to skip me. That's it. it. Just keeps trying to skip me. It's the time thing. Yeah. Okay. It's past the time for your silly machinations. Uh, I'm reading it. Past machinations. <laughs> this is our final card. The last treachery. And there's one of them. It has insight one. Place one threat in the main scheme when this card is revealed. When revealed, each player searches the encounter deck and discard pile for a different obligation and reveals it shuffle the encounter deck three boost icons boom yeah in solo meh in four player yeah yep because <laughs> it's different different yes someone's, oh. someone's getting weakened it always makes for good discussion though eh? 
yeah, it's a good metagame. Oh, well, yeah, I can take the weekend, and uh, I don't care. I can be depowered or whatever, right? Like, give me the worst one because so, I'm an alter ego now, that kind of thing. What happens if Steve and I both have stolen memories out when this hits? Then there's only three different obligations in a four-player game. Yeah, I think someone just gets lucky. Someone gets lucky? Okay. I think so. Because what else would you do? Right. I don't know. I, I don't know about you guys, though. This card always seems to come up as a reveal for me. I don't know if I've ever drawn it as a boost. I think every game, it's like two or three times this card will come up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, about 50-50 for me. As it should be. And and then, of course, to twist the knife, there's just a little bit of threat, too. Yeah, hit say one. <laughs> this sure. isn't bad enough. Put some threat sure. out. Well, what do we think? What do we think of Kang's set, Kang in general? Tons of fun. Absolutely tons of fun. It's a great yeah, set. This is my first A-plus set. Is it my first my first real A-plus set? I kind of wish there were more minions, but... Yeah, I mean, you can pick a modular set that's loaded with minions. Sure. I think this is one of those villains. In the past, we've been like, oh, well, you could do this to make it better, or you could tweak this to make it harder. I don't know. I think it's pretty well balanced. I think it's a good play just the way it is. Agreed. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not sure if there's anything I would do differently. I might go A-plus with you, Mike. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. We're definitely, you know, high A. <laughs> 96%. Almost there. Yeah, the fun factor is right up there. Absolutely. All the getting split up or the random kings. Oh, I just like, I just like how it combos with itself in lots of different ways. It's just neat. Yep. I have heard people say, oh, it's too long. Because you do have to beat King three times instead of two. Have you guys encountered that in your own gameplays? Yeah, I think this game in general is too long. Oh. <laughs> in a lot of ways, I you know, even the even the easiest standard games, I think, are long. Um, I would rather play a slightly longer awesome villain than a longer mediocre villain. Or than, than a less long mediocre yep. villain. Agree. Agree. I, it's a fun game. It's just... You know, you're sitting down for three hours against this guy. But it's a happy three hours, and I'm happy to do it. Yep. Agreed. He's not all drunk. Um, All right. We have anything else to say about Kang? I don't think so. These were three fun issues, though. Yeah, it was a lot of fun to research. A lot of fun to talk about these cards. I said before, this is my favorite of the villain sets. But uh, I want to hear Steve tell us about a contest. Hmm. Okay, so this should still be going. Everyone should be well aware of this contest at this point. Uh, we want to see the villain victorious. So if the villain wins, take a picture, screenshot, and drop a hashtag, Critical Encounters Pod. Put it out there on Facebook, Twitter, Discord. Send it to us in an email if you want. We're going to pick two of our favorite stories, and then we're going to raffle away for a few more of the open play alt art cards, the most recent one. By the time this comes out, Maybe it's over. Maybe it's not. Uh, we want to get a good selection <laughs> of. Uh, we want to get a good selection of villain victories. So if it takes the community a little while to have some villain victories, so be it. So you still have a little bit of time when this episode releases. So get out there and play against some tough villains. And throw the game so you can win these cards. No cheating. See, they're gonna cheat. Oh, sir. They're gonna cheat. <laughs> no, I take that back. As long as you have a good story, I'm good. <laughs> Cheat away. They do it all the time. Yeah. True. True. How do the good people find us, Steve? Well, if you have a way to save Mustafa from the time portal, please let us know. You can email us at criticalencounterspod at gmail.com. 
We are Critical Encounters on Facebook and on Discord. We are Vardane, Big Foam Loaf, The Truth, and Wandering Took. If you like our show, tell your friends. If you don't like our show, tell your enemies. Daniel, take us out. It is the conquerors who change the world. Okay.